Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative. And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, we are stepping into another episode of It's Still Happening. And y'all, this is the first episode being recorded in the new lands, in my new home in North Carolina. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. And even though we're in a new location, I'm still doing old Ashley things, all right? And what do I mean by that? I'm recording in my bed. (laughs) I'm a day late (laughs) to submit this to the podcast team. Shout out to them. Um, Ziggy is looking very sleepy eyed in front of me, cuddled up, and we're just going to crawl into today's episode just like we would any other time, but it's really beautiful to be in new energy. I feel the earth, the groundedness of being in this new location, this new land. And if you guys don't know this, I've never lived anywhere that is landlocked before. I've always lived on an island or near the ocean or a very, very large body of water like Michigan. And so to be completely surrounded by earth with no coast and no ocean is a new experience for me. And I feel it. I feel very held. I feel very slow. I feel myself, my body calibrating to a density that does not feel heavy. It feels supportive. So my invitation for you as I'm talking through today's episode is if you can put your feet on the ground, if you can lay and relax, if you can even just take a deep breath and imagine that breath creating roots out of your body, connecting you with the earth, do that. Because I really want you to feel grounded and supported as I do. And I also want what I'm talking about today to truly tap into your own body and earth system of truth, right? And um, shout out to the entire podcast bestie Angie team because um, first off, I love them. They do a phenomenal job of producing this podcast and have been such amazing cheerleaders for me in my entire podcast journey, right? Other than the very first season, they have produced every single episode. So shout out for them and much love to them and their owner creator Angie had kind of tagged me on a post talking about all of her different clients and all these great 
podcast that we have going on. And I was like, gosh, I haven't talked about ancestors in a long time. <laughs> so I was like, huh, I should probably like address that, which I think if you guys have been listening to the podcast this season, you are noticing the transition, right? Where I'm not fixating or as concentrated in my messaging about ancestral healing, even though everything that we're talking about still connects to the concept, the practice, and the lived experience of being a generational pattern breaker and healing generational wounds and trauma through your life, right? Like the expression of stepping into your full creational power as a woman is very healing for yourself. It's healing for your mother, whatever that relationship might be, and it's healing for your lineage. We all have these opportunities to do something in our lives that we haven't seen in a long time in our families, in our cultures, in our race, in our collective. You know, if you want to think about the lineage of womanhood or the lineage of being feminine. And yeah, it's still in here. If you are just finding this podcast and you're like, oh, I thought this was going to be about ancestors or healing. Oh, trust me, it is. Just hang with me here. I'm weaving it in a different way. I'm accessing it in a different way, but it's still here. All right. It's still happening. The medicine is still here and you are still called to become a woman who is a living representative of forward movement and change and love and freedom and abundance and possibilities in your lineage through how you're living right now. Right. And in the past, I really focused on accessing ancestors and working with things in your lineage and then allowing that to come forward. I feel like we have graduated from that, or rather I have, and the work is in the embodiment and really focusing on you as an individual and how that vibrates back into the lineage. So just another access point, but I felt called to say that, to share that with you, not so much explain it but to have a marker in the podcast that we can refer back to explicitly of this evolution in my expression of this work, all right? More to come with all of that, but I just didn't want anyone to be lost if you are tuning in and um, trying to pick up what I'm putting down. Hello, lovely. I hope you're enjoying this episode of It's Still Happening Podcast. I want to pop in just a short moment to actually share with you that I have an invitation. If listening to this episode so far has helped you realize you need to be in a space to be nourished and nurtured, have fun and play, relax and explore, and essentially open up to the magic that you are and that your life is, I want to extend an invitation and invite you to the Elevating Woman Retreat. It is happening this year, 2023, August 31st through September 3rd in beautiful Baja, California, sir, with myself and 14 other amazing women. I believe one of those spots is yours. If you're feeling the burnout of being a mom, or if you feel that you have not nurtured yourself in the way that you most need to step into the life and destiny that you deserve and desire, then this is definitely the place for you. This retreat is designed to call you into your power, let you see yourself differently, shift your identity and hold you in the highest regard so that you can return to life as a full, whole, powerful, creational woman. 
Check out the information in the show notes. And if you have questions or want to talk about what this retreat can do for you and what to expect, reach out directly to me. I'd be happy to have a conversation. And whether or not you're ready for the retreat, I know you're probably interested in exploring ancestral healing, accessing and healing the mother wound within your lineage and your life. And you can do that in a guided experience I have already prepared for you inside of my intermediate bundle, Healing Your Ancestral Lineage, Becoming a Generational Pattern Breaker. In it, I guide you through what it's like to access the mothers in your maternal lineage, identify and heal your mother wound, and also start to feel the blessings and support of all the women in your lineage, as I've talked about in this episode. Check out the link to access that bundle at a beautiful price in the show notes. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, so with that in mind, let's get into this number one thing I believe and know to be very true, that is holding modern women back from creating and experiencing the life we most desire, we most deserve, and we are most destined. This has been something I've been witnessing throughout the entire journey of my work, right, over the last almost 10 years. And um, I'm really excited to dedicate a complete episode on it because it's been coming up so much in the current program that I'm running, which is called Presence in the Process. It is a seven-week module that's all about learning how to live in the process of great change and transformation in your life. Um, I highly recommend it, whether you're listening to this in the very far future or you are right here with me in present time. As this episode is released, you can still enroll in this program. It is life-changing. It is teaching women how to sit into moments of uncomfortability and see the power and the magic of creating in challenging times and dark, quote unquote, dark times, you know? And so in this program, as I've been talking to the ladies who are currently in it, the conversation about vulnerability the conversation about being a quote unquote smart intellectual woman, the conversation of feeling safe when you're in control. And as a result, what happens in our relationships, intimate relationships, but all relationships keeps coming up. And I was like, oh my God, the number one thing that's holding us modern women back in every area of our lives is the fear that our vulnerability is weakness. And it's not. I'm here to tell you, I will say this until my last breath. And I know I can say this until my last breath because I personally have lived the entire journey and continue to live the entire journey because it is ever going of coming out of my armored protective ways of being as a coping mechanism, as a way of being protected, as a way that I saw my mother survive, as a way that I saw my grandma survive, as a way that I have inherited this beautiful characteristic of being so quote unquote strong and so guarded and armored up in this very masculine, harsh world, right? Moving out of that and into the power of my softness, my vulnerability, my expression, my sensitivity, my ability to be innocent and see how magical this world is and how open it is and how creative it is and how no matter what I may experience emotionally and temporarily, I'm actually always taken care of and always safe and always held and always okay. 
And so as we were working through some of this inside of presence in the process, I was like, oh my God, we totally need an episode dedicated to us as women today, us pattern breakers, us paradigm shifters, us healers, us mothering differently, us being entrepreneurs and creatives and balancing our energies and doing all these amazing things. We need to have a call to honor, exalt, center, love on, appreciate, recognize, bless the power of our vulnerability, the power and the safety, the true safety and truly being who you are and saying what you need to say and living and feeling your feelings in this world. And that when we do, that's how we actually move mountains. Another way I should say we move mountains. Because I don't know about you, and this is again what we're talking about and I'm teaching inside of Presence in the Process. I find this so interesting in this very masculine world where everyone's saying fuck the patriarchy and quote unquote toxic masculinity, we've all been conditioned to be masculine as women. And yes, as men, they're either over masculine, quote unquote. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go all the way into that. There's gonna be a whole program for all of this, but (laughs) over masculine or men who are presenting themselves as masculine, but they're actually very feminine, right? All these inversions in the ways that we are relating. And obviously we all have both masculine and feminine energies. I say this every time I talk about this stuff, this is not about polarity in your one or the other. It's that we have all these energies, but our expression of it in our lives and also in relationship means that we tend to take one of those characteristics on more than the other as we relate, right? And so I was looking at how so many of us women have been conditioned to be more masculine, get the degree, be smart, show up and do what you say that you're going to do, be structured, have boundaries, say no, figure out how to say no, like developing all of these characteristics. And we've done that so well for so long to get into corporate, to create our businesses, to survive in this world that we're now over-functioning from that. And so this is the reason I believe I and so many other women have experienced burnout, right? Because we're in a generation that's like, we can't keep going on like this. Not to say other generations didn't burn out, they did. But I feel that those generations didn't have access to so much technology and so much opportunity at their fingertips. So their burnout was like, I have to keep waitressing. I have to keep being on my feet. I have to, but they also live very simple or simpler lives where we don't have to live simpler lives. Like we can do anything and we have luxuries and all these things. And we're operating only from our willpower and our executive functioning and our masculine energy. And that is one way to manifest. That is one way to create. There is, that is one way to build. But we also know is that Both masculine and feminine energies can create. That's why they create together and they can create separately. So if we have mastered creating from the masculine energy, it's time for us to swing the pendulum and remember and learn how to create from our feminine energy, which is again, creative energy, flow energy, vulnerable energy. And then when we do that, coupled with our internal masculine energy, we can really make waves you know? And so this is less about 
talking about polarity in a relationship and you're feminine and he's masculine or your girlfriend's masculine and you're more feminine and all these things like I'm not talking about that we'll talk about relationships in another episode but what I am talking about is learning how to balance the creational energies within by accessing the number one thing us modern women are hiding from pushing away scared to share resistant to and that is our vulnerability and because of our resistance to tapping into honoring, loving, appreciating our vulnerability, which by the way, does not mean that we just go off and spew out <laughs> our feelings and tell all of our deepest stories. That is not vulnerability. Like if you want to learn about this and explore it and start to cultivate it, that's what presence in the process is for. We welcome you in. Whether you join us in this live round or you just purchase it and you do the recordings, it is available to you. Um, so it's not about that splurgy, like I'm just going to get on social media and say all my stuff to the world. Like it's not that. But it is about owning your truth and being able to be felt, like feel. People should be able to empathize and connect with you and feel your heart, your true heart. And that you're not going to be hurt by hurting your heart. <laughs> That's so weird. You're not going to be hurt by sharing your heart. You may have moments where you don't like how someone, ex you know, responded to your heart or didn't connect with your heart and that made you sad, but that is not going to break you. This is what makes women powerful. Actually, the fact that we can access both of these access points in our masculine and feminine expressions and other people, aka men, can't access them the way that we can, you know? So it's this hiding and running away from our vulnerability on top of, so that's number one. I would say number two is being such a smart woman that we need to understand everything. Those two things is what's stopping us from being able to create with ease, to create in a way that's not burning us out, to create in a way where we know Honestly, to create in a way where we trust that it's coming no matter how long it takes. You know, it's like if it doesn't immediately come, we have no faith. Essentially, what I'm talking about is us modern women are deeply cut off and disconnected from our spiritual essence, our sensitivity, and honestly, what makes us feminine, what makes us woman. And maybe you all don't identify with being feminine. You're like a woman and you're like, I've always been a tomboy. Fine. That's you. If that's your identity, that's what you want to hold on to. Cool. I know for me, I used to identify as a tomboy simply because I was raised with boys and it was safer to behave like my brothers than to be more girly, even though in my room, I like to paint and I like glitter and I like pink and I would cry all the time and I want to express myself and Anytime I got in trouble, I would cry to be like, can I just tell my side? I just, I, I understand, but I just need to express. <laughs> and my family is particularly my stepdad would be like, oh my God. And my mom would be like, this girl is so emotional, right? But I took on the tomboy for me personally. I took on the tomboy persona and identity as a form of protection, you know? And this is going to be super taboo, but I'm going to say it because it's my truth. I had a moment of being very queer, I don't know if you say very queer, but being queer and identifying as bisexual and dating and having, you know, women as girlfriends and lovers as a form of protection. Like I didn't feel safe dating men. And so I took on more of a masculine approach and I wanted to date women and I was fine sometimes being more feminine and dating a more masculine woman because it was a safe space for me. Now, 
I know that's not everybody's story. I know that people can be born two-spirited and just born more masculine and all the things like we're not in getting into the whole LGBTQI movement, much respect. My clients have been on all of the spectrums and all the colors and all of the genders and all of the sex, like all of that is welcome. I'm just telling you my story, a little brief little snippet of it. But anyway, coming back to the point, I feel that as modern, modern women are deeply disconnected with our sensitivity and what makes us woman, which is the full expression of both our masculine and feminine energies. And the only way to bring that back into balance to be able to access all of that is to bring in the feminine, right? To bring in the feminine, to incorporate it, to get comfortable with it, to open up, to be vulnerable, to move slowly, to have less judgment, you know, just more sweetness, more possibilities, more nurturing, right? And it's so interesting because what made my earlier marketing campaigns so successful was that I outlined things like the program or the offer or the workshop. I outlined it in a way that made your fearful feminine feel safe. So if your feminine was like, I'm searching for something, I'm longing for something, I can't find the words, I pride myself and knowing the words that the feminine needed to hear in order to feel safe, to trust me to come and do the work. And also I use words and languages that spoke to your more dominant characteristic, which was your mind, your intellect, and your understanding so that your masculine would feel safe to come into this feminine journey. So to my entrepreneurs out here, which hint, hint, we're going to have some branding and marketing and business stuff coming back into the fold as offerings very soon. I feel very called back to refresh all of the things that I did back in 2018, 2019, 2020 around business. Um, That's a little tip for you guys. Like if you learn how to do copywriting in a way that speaks to both the masculine and feminine, both parts of our brain, left and right brain, both parts of our emotions, right? The aspects of self is going to feel more safe to come in and receive the message and go in the journey. But I'll tell you guys, a reason why I stopped doing that in my marketing for a while. (laughs) So here's the heads up, giving you the full journey here. The reason why I stopped speaking to soothing the feminine in my marketing and speaking to the masculine in my marketing and my language was because it was double work for me. Actually, it was more than double work. It was like quadruple work. It was work getting you to understand and like speaking to that part of your brain. Then it was work to get you to step into your truth. Then it was work to get you to finally start to be vulnerable. And then it was work to finally get the transformation, actually start doing the actual work you hired me to do. And then if you were really committed, then I had to do the work to help you implement it. Like, whoo, I just named like what? One, two, three, four, five different steps. And I was like, oh my God, people don't even realize the journey I'm taking them on and how much it took for us to decalcify ourselves to even receive the support and the guidance that we say that we want and need. You know, I want you to think about that when you're watching and reading and consuming people's content, mine or anybody's on the internet, that is work preparing you for whatever work you're going to actually be doing. I often tell people the journey, the program has started way before you signed up. It's in what you're consuming, what you're thinking, what you're believing, what you're reading, all those things that are tapping into where you are. And so 
That sounds like a marketing approach that you should keep doing if it worked, but I found it to be actually very exhausting. And I found that I was constantly calling in women who needed to be convinced that their femininity, their vulnerability was a good thing. So we would end up spending the first month or two, month or month and a half of our sessions, just getting you to be real, just getting you to be vulnerable with me, you know? And I was like, gosh, I just want women to realize that you can be vulnerable and you can be real, at least with yourself. And then secondarily with someone that you want to be your guide, your mentor, your support, your teacher, right? Be real with us. It doesn't matter if it's me or someone else. Be real from the get-go. You know why? It's not for me. I mean, it helps me because then I can better serve you. But at the end of the day, it helps you. It helps you get the service and the guidance that you most deserve and need. It helps you move along in your journey. It helps you spend less time, right? Trudging through all of this junk and get just open your heart up. And I'll tell you, one of the things that people have always told me when I've signed up for different things where I worked with some high level people, like high level folks, they were like, Ash, you just show up even with all your wisdom and how you've helped people. And people consider you to be an elder. People consider you to be a teacher and you show up in your vulnerability in your innocence and in your openness and your truth. That's what makes you a leader. And I was like, you're right. Because every opportunity I have to be real, that's going to help me in my path in life. I'm not going to squander it. That's the reason why I'm so balanced in both my masculine and feminine energy. The more vulnerable I am, the more people can connect with me, the more my own internal masculine can honor what I'm feeling and go into rightful action. And when my feminine sees my masculine go into rightful action, she feels safe and she follows through and she peppers it with beautiful experiences and blessings. And I'm now in this whole creational vortex doing my thing with me in my life. So I say all of that to say, I'm only interested in calling in women who are ready to be real, who are ready to be vulnerable, even if you don't know how. Obviously, I'm modeling that for you right now, even in how I'm recording and talking about this on this podcast episode. If you don't know how to be vulnerable and you want to learn, you want to see that it's powerful, that it's safe, that it is the most incredible gym you could ever have as a woman, you need to sign up for presence in the process. You need to consider coming on my upcoming retreat. You need to get into any type of women's circles that can help you experience that and know that this can be your new standard. It can be a tool. It can be an aspect of you that doesn't need to be hidden and tucked away. That just flowed out so easily. But I've got a little bit more for you, okay? So take a little breath, wiggle your toes if they're, <laughs> if they're on the land or in your sneakers or in your sandals because it's summertime. Something I witnessed that I found to be so phenomenal in every single one of my women's retreats when I ran them in Bali from 2015 to 2017, so three years, 15, 16, 17, is that the women who came for the surfing experience of the retreat we're all searching for connection with spirit to feel again, like to feel, to feel alive again and to actually lose control. They all talked about 
what it felt like to get on the surfboard and finally start surfing, how free and how out of control, but alive they felt. They were searching for connection with spirit that was beyond them and they found it in the waters and in those waves on those boards. The women who came for culture, because there was something that was specifically about experiencing spirituality and like the Bali culture, they were searching for themselves. They were searching for meaning inside of themselves. And they understood that if they went on this cultural experience version of the retreat, that they would tap into something of themselves. The women who came for the fitness version of the retreat wanted to be shaken up. They wanted to shed. They wanted to get out of their like um, box, their conformity. They wanted to sweat. They wanted to be pushed. And those are three women like archetypes or you know, avatars, if you will, who all came for woman empowerment and they all came through the form of a retreat, but they all were searching for something slightly different, even though it was related. Like you, we all need a different door that will unlock what we're truly searching for, right? And I believe we're all truly searching for the power of our vulnerability. So no matter the program, in the orientation, like the first night, everyone got there and we would do orientation before dinner. I would leave these very long pauses in between my introduction, in between women's shares when they would introduce themselves. I would like do these long pauses and see who would fill the space and what would happen. And I did this very strategically. I, I used to teach people how to run retreats because I've literally done like over 500 retreats. And... I used to teach people how to hold sacred space, but I would leave these long pauses to inspire the energy of connection. It's counterintuitive, okay? And again, same thing around counterintuitive. When you're vulnerable, you're actually very powerful. When you leave space, we intuitively, from our human design, want to fill it. And when you're in an intimate space with women, we fill it with what will make people connect. All right. And so I bring this up to say we as women don't need to do very much to activate connection or to create healing or to unlock what's been lost or to release and rekindle. All we need is the space. All we need is to show up. All we need is to be open and vulnerable. All we need is to allow who we really are to do what it naturally does in a beautiful environment that cultivates life. That's it, right? There is something about the magic of when women gather and you might be holding your individual intention, your individual reason why you're searching, the hunger that even when you use words, it doesn't fully articulate what you want to change and what you wanna birth into your life. But as long as you come and the space is beautiful and you open up in your vulnerability and you're, there's space, right, to connect, and you see what other women are doing, magic always happens, always. Plus food and massages and, you know, experiences, little things here, but like the bare minimal is what births the big change, the big level up, the elevation of you as a woman, the elevation of you in your life. And this is the reason why I'm back to hosting retreats for the first time in three years. 
and I'm doing it with the Elevating Woman Retreat. It's happening this Labor Day, U.S. Labor Day weekend, August 31st through September 3rd, and we only have eight spots left, ladies, all right? We're going to spend four days and three nights together in a boutique retreat compound in the beautiful Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. We're going to spend time doing some ancestral healing, activating some ancestral freedom codes, reflecting back to you who you truly are and who you're becoming. You're going to shed some shit. You're going to bring in some magic. We're going to do some blessings and some amazing activities and ceremonies together. So it's going to be me, you, 11 other women, and two of my guest team members, supporters, coming together to remember, to activate, and to rise together. I believe that this is a time of reclaiming our vulnerability. And the best way to do that is to come together in person in a beautiful space and be witnessed as you practice doing that. So I don't know what you're transforming in your life or what process you're in. I don't know what your plans are for the summer, but I know where I will be Labor Day weekend. And this is my full heart, very vulnerable invitation. that I want to see you there. If you have questions about this, if you want to explore what this retreat is about in more details, the link is in the show notes. You can also just reach out to me directly on Instagram or email my team. We'd be happy to share more about what you can expect on this retreat and why I'm so excited about it. Because this is like, this is something that I haven't done in a long time. And I also haven't done it in the way that I'm doing it this year. All right. So regardless if you're coming on the retreat or not, which I think that you will be, again, these last eight spots are going to go and when they are filled, we are done. But I want you to think about how you can honor your superpower of being real and being vulnerable today. And after you do it today, see how you feel and what happened in your life and do it again tomorrow. If you have questions about that, if you wanna be supported, I'll see you in the retreat or I'll see you inside of presence in the process. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Still Happening. May you feel proud of who you are and who you are becoming. May your ancestors sing your praises for the way that you're living your life, how it's affecting your lineage and how it is leaving a legacy right now, right now, right now. I'm sending you lots of love wherever you are. Do your thing with courage and don't forget, include compassion. I'll see you next episode. That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode. So leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.